First of all, tell me about the Georgia Public Policy Foundation. Who are you folks, and what do you do? So we are a nonprofit, nonpartisan research institute. We're based in Atlanta, and we work on state public policy issues, uh, education, health care, taxes, transportation, things like that. And uh, we look for, uh, you know, solutions to our state's problems uh, from a free market, limited government uh, point of view. Uh, so uh, suffice it to say, to put it in journalistic shorthand, uh, you folks tend to come at issues not exclusively, but primarily from the the right side of the political spectrum. Yeah, we uh, you could call us fiscal conservatives. I guess we don't work on social issues at all. So you know, sometimes when people hear the word conservative, they think the whole range of issues. Um, we don't do social issues. We focus strictly on economic issues. But yeah, from the on those economic issues, uh, policy issues, we, we come at it from the uh, center-right part. Right, uh, what we're talking about today, and again, Kyle Wingfield, director of the Georgia Public Policy Foundation. For how long? A couple of years now you've been with those folks? Yesterday was made one year oh, okay. for me there. So he's so, starting yeah. his second year there. Uh, okay, the That's event right. this afternoon at the Hilton Garden Inn downtown uh, with, again, Jeffrey Dorfman from the University of Georgia and some others, uh, talking about choice in public education. Uh, what generally, and we'll, we'll drill down as we go deeper here, what generally is the Public Policy Foundation? What generally is your perspective on the issue of public education and interjecting choice into it? Well, we believe that there are many different needs that students around the state have. You know, we have about almost 1.8 million students in our public K-12 schools in Georgia. Um, and for many of them, their local public school just down the road that they're zoned to attend fits their needs. But there are bound to be plenty of students for whom that one size does not fit. And so what we advocate is, uh, you know, we, are, we as taxpayers are spending thousands of dollars a year to educate each of them. If we're spending that money to educate them in a, in a setting that is not best for them, um, you know, we, we don't think that's money well spent. We think that some of that money uh, ought to be available to them to spend in a different setting. Now, that could be a private school. Uh, that could be homeschooling. Um, it could be a charter school, which is another pub type of public school, but you know isn't bound typically by the same geographic restrictions. Um, and so, what we really want is um, to to make the case that this is about making sure that students are getting what they need in the setting they need it. It could be for academic reasons, but it could also be for social reasons. It could be because they're being bullied. Um, it could be because the school they attend just isn't very good. Um, so that that's what we really would like to see Georgia adopt on a greater scale. We have some programs in the state. Uh, we would like to see an additional one created, which is called an education scholarship account. Um, and that would just basically allow the student to take the state portion of their of the funding allocated to their education and use it somewhere other than their local public school. 
All right, uh, Kyle Wingfield, again, director of the Georgia Public Policy Foundation. You know how argumentation works. I mean, there will be people who hear what you just outlined, and they'll they'll seize on a couple of buzzwords, and if you didn't use them, they will. They'll, they'll talk about things like vouchers, and they'll talk about the fact that people who advocate the kind of things that you were just discussing really are about uh, creating, bringing about either intentionally or by happenstance the downfall of public education as we know it. Well, we hear that a lot. That's right. And there's, there's really no evidence for it. There are states that have created programs like the one that I described, and we certainly have not seen the downfall of public education in those states. Um, you know, Georgia has uh, dozens of charter schools, which are public schools, I want to emphasize. Uh, we have a special needs scholarship uh, for children who have uh, disabilities of various kinds. Uh, we have a tax credit scholarship where people can donate to a private scholarship organization, receive a credit on their state taxes, and those scholarship organizations award uh, money to help with students' uh, private school tuition. None of that has brought about um, even a dent in public education in Georgia. In fact, the last two years, even as the amount of money to those tax credit scholarships has almost doubled from $58 million to $100 million per year. Those are the two years when we fully funded the QBE education uh, formula. So we, we just don't believe that th- this is a zero-sum game, that one has to come at the expense of the other, um, and, the, and the state's budget proves that. As for the voucher argument, um, the reason people bring that up is because they know that uh, vouchers – uh, aren't popular with people. And the education savings account has some features which are similar to a voucher, uh, but it goes well beyond that. Um, a voucher is basically a coupon that you can use at a private school. Well, this, this allows you to use the money at a private school if you want to. It allows you to use it for homeschooling materials if you want to. It allows you to use it for tutoring or, or various other uh, means and and the distinct the real distinguishing feature though to me is that you don't have to spend it all at one place and that we believe would really create a lot more options for students that would be at a more affordable price um, and and would and would create uh, just a situation in this state educationally that doesn't exist today and give give students and families a lot more choices. That's, uh, again, Kyle Wingfield, Georgia Public Policy Foundation. What, if anything, made its way onto your radar from the just-completed session of the legislature? Well, for me, the big thing that, that was done this year, and again, we don't work on social issues, so I'm, I was aware of but not closely following things like the heartbeat bill, but... Um, it's what they did on it on health care, I think, that is going to, uh, I believe, leave a, a long and positive uh, impact on this state. Uh, we have championed the idea of waivers for years, so we were pleased to see that uh, the legislature gave that authority to Governor Kemp, and now we're uh, excited to see what he may be able to negotiate with the federal government to let Georgia administer some health care financing programs like Medicaid um, in a way that's better for our state. Uh, We were hoping for a more broad certificate of need reform, uh, but I think it's good that they they took one step on that to 
uh, you know, begin chipping away at hospitals' ability to essentially veto the, the existence of, of their competition um, or new competition. So I, I think healthcare really is an area where Georgians in the years to come are going to see some some great benefits from this session. And quickly, uh, the five o'clock forum at the Hilton Garden Inn uh, downtown. Uh, what's going to happen there today? What's the format there? How's this going to work? Well, we're partnering with a publication there, uh, a student publication in Athens, the Arch Conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about each of our organizations, what we do, and, and then we're really going to drill down into um, into school choice and, and ESAs, as, as this measure is called. Uh, Professor Dorfman did a study for us looking at, you know, the when you talk about taking funding away from a school because a student leaves for an ESA, but you're also reducing the cost they have because that's one fewer student that they have to educate. And so what he found is that they take away more costs than they take away funding. And so it actually, uh, on average, will leave a school district better off. So he'll be um, talking about his study, and we may have a special guest or two who can talk about uh the political process from the General Assembly's perspective. Kyle Wingfield, Georgia Public Policy Foundation. Happy anniversary today, his first day, or yesterday, first day on the anniversary of his first day on the job. Kyle Wingfield, the Georgia Public Policy Foundation, the Forum, 5 o'clock this afternoon, the Hilton Garden downtown. Kyle Wingfield, thanks for your time this morning. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.